0: Yes, indeed, everyone. I want to welcome you, welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on right here on the show. We've got a great show for you today. Amazing. And that's our theme, Benny, just in case you're wondering, because of the month of May. I'm always wondering. It's like amazing. Did you get it? I got it. um, (laughs) I got it. I'm your host, Dr. Pat, joined by Mr. Benny Mathers, my amazing producer. And guess who's joining us here today? Ooh, I can only hope who it is. I can only think of one word for it.
1: Amazing! (laughs) Shirley
0: McLean is going to be on the line here in a few minutes, and we're thrilled to have her here. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about Shirley, but most importantly, I want to make sure that all of you know that Shirley is coming to Seattle. It is a very special and rare event, and if you have not gotten your tickets yet, that is something that you're going to want to do. It is a special event. It is June 13th at Benaroya Hall. And uh, it's an evening with Shirley MacLaine. I'm going to be there. I get to kind of do my little shtick right before her. Uh, And she's joining us here on the show. For those of you that know Shirley MacLaine, know of her acting, know of her work, let me just tell you a little bit about Shirley. Nominated for six Academy Awards, won the Oscar for Best Acting in 1984 for Terms of Endearment. (laughs) I know, every time I think about that movie. Okay, she has appeared in more than 50 films and has won three Emmy Awards and ten Golden Globe Awards. She has been honored with the, with the Golden Bear Award for Lifetime Achievement uh, at the Ber- Ber- Berlin International Film Festival and beyond. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. The
2: Golden Bear.
0: Exactly. Wow. She's won Benny, absolutely. She has won two <laughs> British Academy Awards, two German Silver Bear uh, and Golden Camera Awards, and the list goes on. But most importantly for today, she is someone that acted out uh, and demonstrated courage beyond any of our imaginations. And what do I mean by that? You know, when she decided to sit down and write books that most people were not ready to even hear about from her perspective, she became the pioneer. She became the leader. She actually stepped out uh, before it was fashionable to talk about spirituality, to talk about what people call New Age. And many of us know that, you know, we've all read Out on a Limb. Of course, we've read that book, Dancing in the Light, as well, and the Book that I have here in front of me um, is uh, it's, this is the book that I picked up, uh, re- you know, recently. Shirley McLean, Saging While Aging is the name of this book. And so she's going to join us here today because we're talking about approaching life with balance. What does that mean? And it's kind of interesting, I'm really jazzed about this, I'm really jazzed to be talking with her, to have a conversation about how balance fits in when you are as extraordinary or as amazing as Shirley MacLaine. One of the things that we we do definitely want to speak with her about is what balance means and what does that mean to her. Over the years, she has established herself as fearless, Um Iconoclastic thinker, seeker of truth. She has been labeled and called the person that we want to talk to when it comes to discovering and understanding our own place in the universe. Uh, she is, has amazing wit, incredible candor. She is someone that can have fun and at the same time talk about some of the most profound and incredible, um, Uh, uh, questions and answers in the universe so today we get to have that conversation with her today we get to have a chat with her about many things and here's what she's offering all of you today we have a special a special gift from Shirley. We're going to be giving away 10 free 3-month membership subscriptions to Shirley's website community that includes her radio interviews, 11 years of archive radio programming, online meditation and videos, access to the chat rooms, and a counterboard, and much more. And so we'll be doing that throughout the show today. All you need to do is uh, be able to call in during the show today, and we'll get your uh, information, and then we will email you with how to go about doing this. So I get um, I get this chill some days, and, 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 and I do, like today. I'm getting to talk to Shirley McLean, and then follow it up with Gary Zukoff. And I was sitting yesterday and I and I was thinking about what the most important thing might be for me. You know, what is most important for me in my life? And I came to this very interesting place where I realized that being in a place of gratitude is so profoundly amazing. And I thought, is that the place? Is that the place to be? If you're in a place of gratitude, can other things coexist? So I had a really interesting day yesterday, and I'm reading Shirley's book, of course, and and just taking a look at some of the things we're doing here, the launching of the Transformation Network. That official announcement will be out next week, and you all will now be able to participate in a dream that has been mine for a really long time, and that is to create a landing place where people can come together whether it's for articles, whether it's for conversation, or whether it's for transformation talk radio, which we're launching as well. But the question then you know, comes up, how do we know what we're meant to do in this lifetime? How do we know when we get tapped on the shoulder or we hear a voice what that's about? How do we know that we're being asked or we're being called or we're being pulled? That is the most That is the most frequently asked question of all of you on all the stations we're on. You know, the 14 hours of live radio I do this week, this is the question that you all ask most. You ask the question, what is my purpose? How do I find it? How do I get unstuck? And and these are... So these questions are so profound in their own right, because each of you is amazing in your own right. And I said that the month of May is, you know, we kind of our theme is amazing. Get it? Amazing. That's our theme. But part of this is your participation, because all of you are amazing. And we're here to remind you of that. So I get at this place yesterday that I was sitting and kind of, you know, just kind of hanging out, looking at the flowers, looking at the birds. And I was like saying to myself, you know, what do you, what do you, Pat, what do you look at your life and what do you think about? And I thought, I think about this moment. I think about the moment that I'm in, just being able to sit here and just be really cool, reading Shirley's book, looking at what we're going to be doing for the listeners and much more. But the question then becomes, what are you amazed at in your lives? And so today, I get to have a conversation with Shirley McLean. I never thought in my wildest dreams that that would ever happen, even though that was like on my top top ten things to do. And so the message that I want to leave with all of you while we're bringing Shirley on is this. Don't give up on your dream. Don't let folks tell you you can't do something. And remember, it gets better as you get better. Shirley McLean is joining us here today. We are thrilled, jazz, amazed. Shirley, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show.
1: Hey, Dr. Pat, thank you very much for having me. I'm amazed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you get the little play on words that were like in the month of May and it's like amazing?
1: (laughs) And also the maze of
0: life. The maze of life. Oh, my goodness. Now, I think we've had a little experience with that. I want to ask you a question, Trulia. And first of all, let me just say thank you so much for coming to Seattle. We are so Mm -hmm. looking forward to that event.
1: Yeah, good. Thank you. I'll tell you a little bit about
0: it if you want to know. I want to know. But here's a question I've got for you. Given everything that you've done and all that you are, and I just spent 10 minutes talking about you, yours must be ringing, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment?
1: Well, let's see. I've been kind of a functioning on earth plane mystic. Mm. Most of my life. I mean, I've been interested in all these so-called otherworldly things all my life. Then when I became an adult and traveled around the world and saw that uh, this was the country, basically, of left-brained materialism, and the rest of the world, particularly the Orient, is much more conversant with these other, let's say, esoteric uh, subjects, which are now becoming more and more necessary to acquaint ourselves with. So... I guess what it was for me, although I wasn't afraid of it, it did take some courage to come out and talk about uh, extraterrestrials and reincarnation and the idea of um, the soul's journey through time and what uh, what we've been doing that's left us uh, so completely discombobulated, you know, because I was into this a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. So the whole the whole idea of what to be amazed at right now,
0: is uh, how we're going to get out of this. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really incredible how we get these messages. I, I got this idea that, uh, you know, I'm writing a book and it's called Unstuckable. And somebody said to me the other day, what the heck is that word? That word is not even in the dictionary. I said, mm-hmm. I don't know. I woke up one day and I felt like that's the way I wanted to be. So I want to ask you about this. I mean, you know, you're coming to Seattle. We're talking about life balance. How do we stay... Open-minded, because one of the things you talk about is if we stay open-minded, the truth will emerge. Are we ready for the truth?
1: Yeah, let me just talk a, a little bit about what we really have to address ourselves to, Pat, because okay. it, it's important. Yeah. This uh, a coming alignment of 2012 mm. is not a is not a Hollywood science fiction joke. This is real. Now, we've got the energy that's co-aligning co- co- for the first time in 26,000 years. Now, that's a great big deal. This hasn't happened to us on Earth for 26,000 years. Now, that carries with it. The truth of the matter is that we are going to be directly aligned with the center of the galaxy. The other big truth of the matter is that that alignment carries with it a gravitational pull. That's what we're seeing with the weather. That's what all this kind of, what is this disruption all about? Now, we've got to adjust to this alignment. With our consciousness too, because we are conscious beings. Hopefully, and what the consciousness and the mind is really is an electromagnetic piece of equipment. And so our magnetics are getting—they're getting more aligned, but we're not used to the alignment, and that's why we're having such trouble. Mm. That's what I'm going to talk about on uh, on June thirteenth and how to get around it, how to how to look at it. You don't have to be a scientist to understand this, but to but to look at it from the point of view of this is this is kind of an anomaly or oh, that hasn't happened for a very very long time and I think this after this alignment we'll start to see what the Bible and many other ancient texts talk about the thousand years of peace and light. After the alignment occurs we'll be in the space where we were 26,000 years ago when it began, and we'll start this karmic journey all over again.
0: This is really important conversation, Shirley. I'm so glad that you are talking about this when you come, because there are people in one school, and and I'd love for you to address this, that are in this helpless, hopeless camp, so to speak. Mm -hmm. There are the other Mm -hmm. folks like me who come on here, and people call me, you know the the optimist of the decade who just you know sticks to this place of it, it's going to get better. But yet there's this whole middle ground that you bring,
1: and that's well, wait a minute. I don't know if it's middle ground, but I will say this: come off all the accusations and the polarities and uh-huh. this is wacky and blah blah. What we have to do in order to get us through what we're all going through, mm-hmm. this really is a a, um, a conglomeration of karmic drama, you might say. Oh. Now, I'm not sure what I'm going to say next is, is going to happen, but I strongly feel it, and that is this. When this alignment occurs, all the karmic drama of our past 26,000 years and all the lifetimes of experience that have gone into our soul's journey will be nullified. Mm. I think when this alignment occurs, and the apex of it is December 21, 2012, but it's been a process, not an event. From 87 until another 20 years after 2012, we'll be in this process. And what we should do in our everyday lives, look at the people that we're having trouble with, that we're upset with, mm-hmm. or who are upset with us, and try to get that alignment going to help nature when she comes around to 2012 and says, okay, annulment time, we're now going to nullify all the karmic drama and start a in.
0: In this, it's, I love it though. I really do love it because, you know, for me, it really talks to some of the issues that I just shared before you came on with one of the most frequently asked question on this show. And I do 14 hours of live radio a week. One of the most interesting yeah. questions that I get asked or that get my guests get asked are, I am in searching of my purpose. I am in mm-hmm. search of who I am. I feel mm-hmm. lost. I feel stuck. I need some help. And
1: right, but when you get into this alignment mm-hmm. and understanding that it is a cosmological fact, I mean it is an astronomical mm-hmm. effect. And once you start that, you know that your purpose. You just gotta then relax a little bit, Pat. Right? <laughs> relax a little and let it happen, and not be so upset with the fact that things are upsetting. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a way of explaining this, which I'm going to do when I come. I can. I once I understood that we're all living a comedy-drama anyway. Mm -hmm. We're all the, the director, the producer, the star, the writer, even the distributor of our own reality. It's just like a movie. So we're in a creation movie. And I'm going to talk about how show business and movies are the same as life. So we have a first act, a second act, and a third act. We're into the third act. These things have to be resolved because we're into the third act. We and we know that we are. That gives you a sensibility of what you want to create with it.
0: Mm. Shirley, you what know? what are we afraid of? Uh, and I know you talk about you know what we are really afraid of in in your books. But I, I would love to ask you right now today. And a lot of people sense what's coming. What are we afraid of? Really, I think
1: we're afraid of the the, the separation from God. Mm. And mm. unless you have that alignment with the creative source, you can't feel safe. I'm not talking religion here. I'm talking high-level spirituality. We have been separated, or the feeling of being separated from God, for a very, very long time. Now, the God is you. You are God. So don't be afraid of that anymore. Just recognize that's what you are. Mm. The bit- way I do it, I go out in nature, just like yeah. you Explaining, and Mm -hmm. I look at the trees and the animals. They all know it. They get it. They all. (laughs) Well, they live in a in a sense of um, a kind of abiding harmony. They understand it. They don't have to question it. So I don't know. Be more like the animals and the birds and the trees. I guess. I'm
0: telling you. I mean, I'm talking to them these days uh I, I wanted to uh talk to you a little bit about the places that you've been you've been places all over the globe and beyond and yes. I, I wanted to ask you if you have had a giant spiritual awakening in any one of these places or have they been has awakening been a process
1: no it's always been a process with me everybody asking that no i never had a aha uh-huh, right since, although when i was in india several times well actually everywhere i've been What's fascinating is I felt as soon as I was there that I'd been there before. So I was probably a world traveler many times in many places. And in doing that, I guess you would say it's little increments of revelation, which add up to a much more stable sense of I must have been wacky that moment I had, my aha moment. I never really had that. I had a little bit of increments, and now it's just it's, it's everything to me. It, it moves and runs and, uh, I should say stabilizes my life.
0: It's really, and this is kind of, you know, the question right now. Many people that I get to chat with that listeners call into the show um, are, are really in search of something, and I, and I alluded to this before. You know, what is it that we should be most aware of in uh, our ability to stick around? I mean, there's a lot to stick around to see. What would you say is most exciting for us right now?
1: Well, are you saying that the alternative would be kevorkian no well
0: spiritual kevorkian because that i think is what's going on you know what i'm saying
1: i know but you can't have that that's not even possible there you go because whether we know it or not we are still each soul on the planet all nearly seven billion souls are attached to the creative source Mm -hmm. you can't deny It's it's not possible to deny that now you might deny your awareness of it and what we're coming into now is kind of a conscious awareness, a conscious evolution of things. Up till now, it's like evolution just happened. But now we're constantly aware, wait a minute, my consciousness is everything. So it's not possible to give up. You just think you're giving up, and that makes you worse.
0: What do we think most about as we, as we, we age gracefully? And I, and I was talking before you came on that I was reading, um, a couple of weeks ago, Saging While Aging, um, the book that you wrote. And I, I was really struck by the parallels in, in my own life right now, thinking about the future, thinking about the things that are really important, but not always having the answer. What do you see as your vision?
1: Well, you know what, what I'm noticing, and I don't like being a, a dancer, and once you're a dancer, you're always a dancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm very disciplined. I have a very strict work ethic. I'm never late. I don't have uh, problems with temperament and all that stuff because you're basically a team player when you're a dancer. But as I get older, I can't climb up the hills I used to. I can't go out partying like I used to and, and, and bop all around the floor. Mm-hmm. At the same time that I'm, I can't do that, better to relax and contemplate. I mean, that's what aging is for, to sit back, look at all your experiences, try to figure out what they were and what they weren't, and become a, really a more conversant participant with the line to the creator. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all doing all these other things when we're younger, and that's why we miss it. Mm-hmm. So the thing to look forward to in the, in the aging process is that you will feel much more connected to most, the most important thing of all, and that is your God source. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I, I love to think about having fun and humor, and I, I, I actually love to laugh, and I know this has been so much part uh, of you as well, and actually you talk about it. You know, have we and how can we maintain our sense of humor regardless of what's going on in the outside world?
1: Yeah, well, maybe the whole life, journey is is a cosmic joke yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) i'm waiting for the punchline (laughs) right we're just we're just like shakespeare said the world's a stage and we're all just actors on it that's why i'm a good person to give these lectures (laughs) to because because i understand the stage part and i understand the comedy part and i understand the i i'm not so good at understanding the lost part because i would have real problems if my, if my dog Terry went, mm. you know, anytime soon, and, and stuff like that. I do have those kind of, in my script, those are the problems, leaving people I love and stuff. But the whole idea of the humor, I mean, it's pretty obvious that I don't know that God's having a laugh, but uh, I tell you one thing, if there's such a thing as a devil, he's going to have a really hard time after 2012 establishes itself. Oh,
0: he's going to get a makeover. Yeah. It's, it's, he's getting a holistic makeover, Shirley. That's what's happening. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's I, not I going to be devil so. with and the I red can't... dress anymore.
1: Right, and I think we also have to be more careful what we eat. Oh. I think we really should eat organic, mm. and I mm-hmm. think we should eat the vegetables and fruits. You know, the old Indian masters, all the ones that I studied with in India, they only ate what they call above the ground. Mm. So they they ate nuts and fruit and and uh, things like that. That's how they got their, and vegetables, that's how they got their nourishment, uh, so that they could uh, meditate more successfully. But, you know, it's not all about learning meditation either. Mm-hmm. It's about becoming part of the life drama, the scene, the play that's going on with us here on Earth. It's looking at it like it's a, an entertainment is a good way to keep your humor going.
0: Is it okay every once in a while to forget your lines?
1: <laughs> hello, hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, what am I doing? What's her name? <laughs> I mean, I shop in the middle of maybe 20 sentences an hour and can't think of the point I'm making.
0: I know, I, and the, the reason I brought that up is, you know, people ask me, they say, well, you know, like, you're not even from radio, you're not even trained in radio, you dialed the wrong phone number, that's how you got started in this. And, you know, from time to time you mispronounce words, or, or all of a sudden, you know, Gloria Steinem hangs up on you and you don't know why. And I want to talk about that, because you're going to address this alignment when you come to Seattle. What Tell so
1: Yes, Pat, how do you pronounce the name of the place where I'm speaking? Benaroya Hall. Ben Arroyo. Ben Arroyo.
0: Ben Arroyo. Ben Arroyo, ben, uh, ben Arroyo, Arroyo. Hall. Yes. Okay. So you, it's a, an amazing place. It's huge. The symphonies in Seattle. That's where the symphony plays. And yeah. it's really very cool. Um, big stage, big people, a lot of room for folks, uh, to be kind of joining in the conversation. Um, and, and I can
1: take questions from the audience easily. Correct? Oh,
0: absolutely! I mean, yeah, they and can
1: ask me anything they want, anything. I well, don't care.
0: I'm glad to hear you say that because this is really an opportunity to engage. And I wanted to ask you about that. One of the other things you talk about is relationships, and yeah. p- part of that is communication. And and you know, I know that you talk about yourself as a communicator, a question, a questioner. What is it that we can learn from becoming good communicators here as we move towards 2012?
1: I I think we can learn that we are all sharing pain. Mm. I think that that shared pain that we all feel is going to result in a shared empathy. I think as a result of the shared pain, we're going to become more sensitive to each other in every way you can think of. And that means communication of your pain. I mean, not to whine all the time yes. and not to be, you know, that life is why it happening to me and everything. Because it's happening to everybody on any level there is. But that communication of how you feel will help others open up as to how they feel. you got communication going. You've got shared oneness. That's why it's important.
0: I love it. And I know that you have to run. I want to thank you, Shirley, for joining us here today. And I wanted to ask you what your personal message is for our listeners today.
1: Uh, um, learn to go within. Learn to understand. And go within just by sitting silent. I would say, okay, I would say take 20 minutes every day. That's not too hard, mm. even in this economy. By the way, people probably have more time than they ever did. No kidding. So use, use this time and go within. Don't let any of the thoughts of what bothers you enter your brain and then let your your, how should I say, let your consciousness go to your heart. Go to your heart, go within, and then speak to your heart, which is your higher self, and it will guide you.
0: Wow! Thank you so much. And, and just in case you didn't know, I will be there with you at Benaroya Hall. I think I'm what you call that quick opening act that comes out. <laughs> oh, are you really? I oh, am, that's right, Pat? I am. I don't know what oh, I'm, I'm, I'm th- going to do or say, but I'm I'm the few minutes before you to get everybody warmed up. <laughs> what t- what
1: is It's June
0: 13th. What time? Uh, I believe that's- it's seven, but we get there early.
1: So yeah. everybody should get there to see you, too.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we have music and everything. And if you are coming to town early, I don't know if you are, uh, we'd love to have you come in studio, if that's something you could fit in. This is a beautiful studio. We look at the mountains. We can see Seattle. And we love you, Shirley.
1: Uh, you know, I used to live up there. I
0: used to live in Graham. Wow. Oh, my Did goodness. You know that? No, I yeah, didn't know I that.
1: There, I lived there for 12 years. Well, That's that, why I wrote quite a few of my books. Overlooking the Mountain.
0: You know, I feel that way. When I moved out here it was like something extraordinary happened. I got became more creative than ever. Wow, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Is this like a yeah. this is a little known fact we're sharing on the show right now?
1: Yeah, so I'm an old <laughs> Seattle Tonyan.
0: Oh, it's outstanding. So, if you are coming in, and we'll find out from Britt, uh, if you are coming in, we'd love to have you in studio. I am telling everybody, Shirley McClain's coming to Seattle. All of you will get more information in a minute. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
2: coming to Seattle for one night only a long-awaited appearance by one of the most visionary women of this century an evening with Shirley MacLaine is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to explore the big questions such as what is consciousness what is the purpose of life or are we alone in the universe with a woman that isn't afraid of the answers join Bella Spark Productions and Shirley MacLaine on Sunday June 13th at 7 p.m. in Betta Royal Hall Seattle Shirley MacLaine still feisty and fabulous after all these years be sure to keep listening to this show for your opportunity to win two tickets to this final event in the 2010 Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Don't miss Shirley McLean on June 13th. Visit bellaspark.com for details. B-E-L-L-A-S-P-A-R-K dot com.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Pat and I want to thank all of you out there for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We've got so many juicy things planned for you. Remember the Dr. Pat Show. This is talk radio to thrive by. to claim it all, go to
2: AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. That was the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qi Gong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qi Gong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit IIQTC.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit IIQTC.org for more information on my body practice. IIQTC.org.